gives reassurance and peaceful expectation. In the darkness of the womb, feel the heartbeats of the mother, the swaying of her body as she's moving in her rhythms. Oh, heartbeat of creation, reassure us peaceful rhythms. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, this is a new episode of A Pagan Perspective by me, your host, Reverend Savannah Tree Walker of the Order of Standing Oak and founding priest of Raven Temple of Seaxwicka. And tonight's all-encompassing topic on this stormy, rainy, cloudy, really wild spring night is the power of witchcraft. And we're going to talk about all that that entails us, the gods, and just everything that goes with it, and why witchcraft? Why do we do the things that we do? Um, you're going to hear some information about some things that have been going on with me, new things that are going to be coming up, and uh, just some stuff to have a great time. We're going to have some music, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I'm just here Drinking a beer, smoked a bowl, I'm feeling uh, a little bit better. Earlier today, it was a little bit scary. We were having people across town that were getting hit by hail and various other things. So now it's a little bit safe. Um, yeah, so I'm glad that everybody's here. Share the show with your friends, and we'll give you some more information about our social media and things about that later on in the show. But... Uh, you know, one of the main things that a lot of people we really don't talk about, what is the power of or within witchcraft itself? And, you know, uh, that is answered in a lot of many different ways in the fact that, like it says, witchcraft is a craft. It's something that you have to practice, that you have to take the time to actually learn about, and so on and so forth. So, it's like, you know, this is not for the weak of heart. That's one thing, you know, it's like in the older days, you know, people had to really figure out how they were going to learn about this. Uh, now it seems like there's a coven on every block and everybody's a baby witch and, oh, they're this and that and everything, you know. But some people I've seen really aren't putting the, you know, it it just seems like it's a fad. It's something that they'll drop at the you know at the drop of a dime and those kind of things. And I've been going at this for a long time. You know, I'm involved in druidic practice. I'm involved in Saxon witchcraft. Um, I'm involved in uh, ceremonial magic via the Golden Dawn. So it's like witchcraft and what it is is very much. Uh, you know, ingrained within who I am, uh, you know, after these last 30 years and stuff, you know, working solitaire, 30 plus years, uh, you know, working as a solitary and working with covens and groves and various other groups. The one thing that I've noticed that is that, you know, I'm still within awe of what it really is. When you look at the elements, uh, you look at the power of witchcraft right there, air, has the power to move us. Fire has the power to burn us. Water has the, you know, the ability to quench our thirst. 
and the earth is what feeds us, sustains us, and keeps us alive. And that fifth element, which is the thing that binds it all together, is the magic that makes witchcraft work. Uh, you know, for you know, as as also how we uh, envision the seasons, and we work seasonally. We have different rituals and spells and chants and things like that that are tied to the seasons of summer, winter, uh, autumn, and uh, uh, and you know, uh, spring. And like we've got Beltane coming up, uh, you know, which is the most uh, important time because it's new life, fertility, um, people coming out of their homes. And coming out more because, you know, the cold of winter is over. Um, it's time to plant. It's time to uh, get your seeds in the ground to make things happen. And that's one of the other things is I believe a lot of people don't realize is, you know, outside of what they put into uh, their work, that the power of witchcraft is the power to manifest the things that we need and that we want to be fruitful in. Not just the fact that, you know, we want to have kids and, you know, we want to have great yards and be, you know, cool people in the neighborhood and, and all this stuff. You know, witchcraft is the thing that brings our life through the seasons. Um, it gives us the ability to increase our own power. That's the one thing I believe that we do have the power of witchcraft within us whenever we chant to the gods and things like that and one you know just so people know uh you know the difference between wicca and witchcraft wicca is the religious aspects that are outside of what witchcraft is you can do witchcraft and not worship any gods um you can just you know pursue the craft of what it is itself and many people do you know that's one of the things that's you know very uh you know the way that pagans are is we become very inquisitive about stuff and we want to practice and learn and do everything. And that's why I think, you know, the more you learn and the more you do, the stronger you're going to get. That's how your power grows. If you don't exercise your magical muscle, you don't exercise um, those parts that need to, you know, be honed, your ability to breathe, your ability to take in the earth and, and the things that are around you, um, your ability to uh, meditate and communicate with the gods and goddesses and the spirits of nature uh, around the world, the spirits of our ancestors and things like that. That's how our power grows. Um, you know, so it's like we do have the ability to, uh, you know, move forward in life with this. You know, um, that's, you know, it's not, I, I don't believe that the power of witchcraft is selfish. I believe that the power of witchcraft is what we should be using to help others. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we have the power of divination where we can see what's coming into the future for ourselves and for our friends. That's how we help them out is to let them know some of the signposts that are coming up in the way. Um, another thing of the power of witchcraft is the power and the ability to heal the sick and those that are mentally and physically, you know, not in the right space. That's one thing. It's like all of the medicines, all of the herbs that are healing us today 
were found by the witches and women, wise women of old. You know, we wouldn't have aspirin. We wouldn't have uh, digitalis and all these other things if we hadn't looked to the forest and the herbs and the roots and the plants and things like that and the trees and stuff like that. So, you know, like they say, witch, heal thyself. And we can because we have that power. We have that ability. Um, you know, also we have the power that is given to us by the spirits of nature and how they work with us. Also by the spirits of the earth itself, whether it be the spirit of a stone, a crystal, uh, a diamond, anything like that, a, a, a piece of tree bark, whatever it is, we can see from ourselves what the energy is like that. Pick up a crystal, uh, a, just a regular quartz crystal, and hold it in your hand and try to attune with it. And as you do, you'll start to pick up that most uh, uh, you know, stones and flowers and all that have their own energies uh, that you can feel, that you can feel at the, as they emanate. Small crystals, uh, every stone from moss agate to tourmaline to so many other different uh, uh, you know, flowers and rocks and trees will give off their own auras, their own energy. And it's up to us to kind of like tap into that because I believe that the energy that we work with and practice with over our time as pagans and witches and, and uh, the various things that we do is what brings our souls into the next uh, juncture after we pass from this world. It's like, you know, every little bit that we practice, every little bit that we commune with the ancestors, that we find our spirit guides, our spirit animals, our familiars, uh, the friends that we've worked with in and out of circle, um, these different things, all of that adds to us. It makes us uh, better and, and more, uh, you know, apt to uh, work with these things. And so, you know, we're going to talk about some stuff here in a little bit. I just got some things I want to get off my chest. You know, it's like I've got some family things that have been going on, so I'll let you know about some of that stuff and how I'm kind of dealing with it. Then I'll give you some news and updates about what we've got going on uh, in the future and so on and so forth. But um, And we're going to give you a few good songs today and things like that, so... Definitely want to thank you uh, for, um, uh, you know, hanging out with me today and uh, just sit back and relax and enjoy a beverage and a bud. And, um, yeah, so I'll be right back after this song and then we'll continue on with our discussion of the power of witchcraft and, and things like that. So we'll be right back after this. Secret. 
here with you i love that song it just takes me to a place that is just incredible guys 
Um, but now we're going to continue talking about our subject, which is the power of witchcraft. I think the one thing about the power of witchcraft is also that it brings people together. It brings the pagan folk together. It brings the heathens, the witches, the druids, and stuff. It shows that there is love enough out there between us as pagan brothers and sisters to do the things that we do, to come together for the rituals and, uh, you know, the help that we give to each other as, you know, being there for each other when we need it. That's the one thing I loved about, uh, and I still love about our coven uh, from when I first came into witchcraft. And even now, it's like we have this, it's like a bond that you don't get with a lot of other people. It's because we understand, you know, that uh, this life that we live, that there is uh, a purpose for everything, every season, every seed, every animal, everything out there, there's a reason for it. But we're one of those people that kind of, we're those folks that, uh, you know, goes through and suspends disbelief and says, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to chant the ancient chants. We're going to dance the circle nine times nine. And we're going to sing to the gods. And we're going to drum. And we're going to make love. And and do all these things. Because it's what we're supposed to do. The craft is kind of like the earth's mandate to us saying, get out there. Do something. Help each other. Help me. Help the mother. Help the father. You know, help Everybody in a situation, uh, whether it's good or bad, that we can. And that's one of the things kind of also I want to talk about here. Oh, my God. And within the last couple of weeks, uh, a lot of really crazy stuff has been going on with my family. One of my favorite cousins, uh, he uh, just died in Kansas City here uh about a week and a half, almost two weeks ago, uh, due to a uh, long-standing uh, rare disease that just decimated him. He was still a young man. He was just barely 61, and it just took him out. And it's my cousin Mike, and I, you know, back in the earlier days of my life, he was one of the first people that ever within my family that showed an interest in like who I was. We were cousins and, you know, we had family dinners and everything, but with the family that Mike and my cousin Ray and my cousin Vicky and my aunt Pat are a part of and stuff like that. Those are the people that we kind of stuck together with back in those times, you know, and Mike, you know, let me work with him, uh, driving bank route and that's delivering and taking receipts out of banks from one bank to another, from one vault to another, and stuff like that. And then I helped him build fence, farm fence, for these farmers out there that needed, you know, places to put their pigs and their cows and, you know, any of their, uh, you know, their uh, grain fields and stuff that needed fencing fixed and stuff. We did that, and I did that with him. and And I took care of his pigs, and... I babysitted his house while him and his wife had to make, uh, you know, trips to various places and stuff. So it's like it was an honor to be able to help him and stuff because Mike was just a good guy. He understood me. Uh, his brother, my cousin Ray, on the other hand, 
he was a little pain in the butt, but he was a great guy too. It's like back in the day, he used to jump out behind the door and almost scare the crap out of me to where I'd lose it a couple times and stuff. But, you know, and my Uncle Melvin, God, my Uncle Melvin was, their father was just like one of the funniest guys that I knew. And uh, I liked my Uncle Melvin. He was funny. I liked the guy a lot. He was pretty cool. So having lost Mike to this disease, it just devastated him. It was like a thyroid storm that lasted for five years. And he was having multiple you know, blood transfusions a month and all these things, and his body just finally gave out. And it's like, I know that the gods are taking care of his soul too, regardless of the fact that, you know, they're that part of the family is Christian. It's like, I don't care. I believe that the gods look after everybody regardless. So, you know, even though the fact that my cousin was all, you know, into, uh, you know, that you know the family being Christian and stuff, and they could understand, they kind of understand and knew that I was a witch, but they never really said anything because it's just like, oh, that's Tim, he's gonna do whatever he's gonna do, and never really said anything about it. And then we fast forward to with just in a few days after that, and my aunt Pat, his mother, uh, has been going through a lot of stuff. She's had cancer over the last, oh God, I don't know, maybe seven or eight years, and within the last few years, she had to have a kidney uh, removed. So she basically only has one kidney left, and come to find out that after my uh, cousin uh, died, uh, not only did his wife and all of her sons and daughters caught COVID at the hospital that he was at when he died, but my Aunt Pat was not able to go and, you know, be there for the funeral and everything. And she's starting to go downhill, too. The doctors have said that they, that they have nothing that they can do for her. And so she's going to the end phase of her life. And that's the one thing I think that's also very important about the power of witchcraft is it gives us the ability to look for those things that are going to be important at the end of our time. You know, what was what was what was our life worth while we lived here? Why was it the way it was, you know? So it's like it gives us that I wish I had the power to heal them, you know, to just go up to her and just say, Rise up and walk, you know, and just be uh, you know, happy and live the rest of your days, but <clears throat> she's gone a long time. She's been she's eight, going on eighty four years old. I think she's already eighty four years old. I can't remember which, but it just hurts to see family suffer and so quickly after you know having had chemo. That I think the chemo is what's did it, but you know chemo and all these other things, and then losing your son. And then she lost her husband to cancer. And then my cousin Ray had, uh, you know, had his own bout with colon cancer. And some uh, cancer is bad. That's just one of the things that I think witches need to work to eradicating through our health and, and through magic and ritual is we need to eliminate the suffering that comes about to people for cancer and stuff. 
And, you know, that's like some of the things that we're going to talk about here at The Power of Witchcraft is like, we're going to take like each little bit and kind of go over it. Like for the first thing, the first part of The Power of Witchcraft for me is the power of divination. Looking into the past, looking into the future, seeing what the lessons are that are there for us and for our family and for our friends. And to be able to use that power uh, for for the good and karma of my soul and the spirits of others and the spirits of animals and everybody else around me. Uh, you know, runes, tarot, water scrying, uh, you know, palmistry, uh, uh, you know, uh, astrological charts and things like that are all very important because they give us glimpses into numerology. Uh, I Ching, all that. we got so many different things that we can use to look into the future, to look back into the past. We can do techniques of meditation where we look inside of our own mind for the answers. The Akashic Records, as, the, uh, as we learn through the, the work of Edgar Cayce, and uh, you know some of these different techniques that we have learned through uh, Golden Dawn and uh, OTO and Thelemic Practices. And such is that, you know, we have the power to look into the future uh, and see what the messages are that uh, we should heed, that we should work for, uh, doing the things that are important for ourselves and our family. Um, and, you know, how to keep yourself sane. Sometimes you just need to look a little bit ahead to see that, you know, sometimes the future is not as grim as the rest of the world paints it. Because we have the power to see where are we going, where are we coming up into this situation. And it's like, it's, it's just something that uh, everybody has the ability to do. You can get a deck of cards, you can go outside and just look up at the, at the clouds and watch them go by and see the images and stuff and kind of read the weather signs and things like that, and just use that as an image for the messages that you can use to figure out, you know, what is my life and the life of my friends and my family and my loved ones and all this other stuff going to be like. So that is one major uh, power of uh, witchcraft is the power of divination. Um, the other part of that is uh, the... Um, abilities to use chanting and spell work and things like that to uh, uh, better our lives and better the lives of those around us. You know, some people go, well, I'm afraid to be a witch. I'm afraid to do a spell because I'm afraid I'll screw it up. That's why it's called a craft. You craft and, and you learn and you realize, hey, this is where I'm screwing up. So when you screw something up, you go back and you fix it again. That's the main thing. Too many people are afraid. What if I drop a candle? Will the gods or the nature spirits or my spirit animals and all these different things, will they be, will they be mad at me, as it were, for having a screw-up like that? And it's like, if we fuck up, it's not, it's not the end of the world. The gods aren't going to bonk us over the head with a great big hammer and go, do it again. It's like, you know... We want to do it again because we want to get better at what we do, but there's not any kind of malice. Uh, everything that we do is in perfect love and perfect trust. 
you know? So it's like, that's the thing. We That's the key. We have to know the reason why we do it has something backing it up. It's because, you know, we're not selfish, that we want to share these things. That's why there are so many spells for healings and all this different stuff, chants for different healings, sigils, uh, artworks, uh, rituals, all these different things that are important uh, as the power of witchcraft to, uh, you know, embolden ourselves and better the lives of other people. And it's like if you fall off the horse, you get up off the ground and you get back on it and do it again. Um, you know, it's like once you start to become more comfortable with your power, with your energy and stuff like that, it shapes itself. It will grow exponentially the way that the gods shine down on us. That's another thing. For me, within my witchcraft, I include the gods and goddesses in, in everything. I include Woden and Freya. Uh, I include my druidic heritage into things. I include uh, the frameworks of ceremonial magic and, and stuff because that is every little bit of that that you put into this, Every li that's a piece of the puzzle. And once you have put that last piece down, the picture is clear. You can see what it is that is being done, what needs to be done. So the main thing about witchcraft is believe it. Know that you can do it understand that you have the power visualize it put it out there don't be negative whenever you're going to do a spell if you have a negative thought you don't want to do it at that time you want to take a minute and just go in there and do it when you know that you can get back behind it the other thing is if you do feel negative about a, a spell working or a ritual it's just like you know sometimes you just have to let the gods and the universe work let that energy fester let it bubble up let it do what it's going to do and then whenever you see it activate and manifest in your life life of your wife your kids your friends your coven your community all these different things it's like then pretty soon um you will understand uh, what the power of witchcraft really is. Uh, you can see the power of witchcraft in the shape of the pentacle. It's the five elements, four elements bound by spirit, circled by the universe. That is our pentacle. And that is where all of those elements, those parts of our engine, the parts of the motor that keeps us humming as witches, pagans, heathens, druids, every little part of that, uh, it's where we understand. Uh, it's where we gauge reality and then go out into the world and work. You know, that's one thing like, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons why as a priest, I find it very important to work for the community, you know, to be there for hand fastings and baby blessings and funerals and help people design rituals for themselves and helping them you know, chase the bad spirits out of their house or, or whatever, because that's what we're here for. We're supposed to be here to help, be, help each other. So, you know, that's one of the main things is that, you know, uh, 
there is a community. Community is power too. When you look at the fact that some people aren't very, some people are not really cut up to be solitary, you know, within their practice and their work. Sometimes it's nice to have a friend, a confidant, a spouse, somebody that you can, uh, you know, take comfort in knowing that they kind of share the same values as you and work with that, work with their energy, mix it together, strengthen yourself. And then one thing is like, before we go into a next little situation here, is the other thing is the earth is the power of witchcraft itself. The minute you step outside the door and you uh, or go out there barefoot and you plant your feet in that fresh, warm grass on a summer, sunny summer day or a sunny spring day, you can feel from the earth deep down underneath that grass the roots of everything, all of the critters there, you can feel that just start to move up through your body and to change your aura and just to make you feel just so many different ways because, you know, the wind blowing on your face, the sound of the birds around you, the smell of the rain clouds as they come together to, to you know, to, to water and, and, you know, bring life to our plants and our food and each other. So it's the earth itself is the power of witchcraft. Don't let people tell you that it's not. Um, that, you know, this is where we as pagans get our energy. The minute we step outside, that's what it's all about, folks. Every little bit of it. And, uh, you know, there are, you know, ways to tap into these things. Look into ritual. Look into studying chants and visualization and working with uh, animal spirits and all these things. There's so many little things underneath all this that you can look into that will enhance uh, how you work. Healing, working with your kids, uh, your loved ones and stuff like that. Helping to take care and strengthen your family. That's what it's all about. That's really what it's all about. But... We're going to take them in. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a, a, a shout-out for one of my favorite uh, internet shows, the Celtic Myth Pod Show. And when we get done with that, we're going to come back and, and wrap up the show and give you guys some information about some things that are going on, uh, give you some info on how you can help spread the lore of this show, spread it far and wide to your family and friends, and how you can help support us and just all these other things. So... This is Savannah Treewalker, and we'll be back here in just a minute. Do you have Celtic roots? Are your ancestors from Ireland or Scotland or Wales? From Cornwall, Brittany, the Isle of Man or Gaul? Do you love stories and tales? Ancient myths, legends and folklore of the Celtic peoples? Do you want to hear more about King Arthur, Gwydion, Taliesin, Cuchulain, wild magic and the realms of the other world? Do you want to hear about the old gods, druids and fairies in a way that they're not just dusty, dry words on a page? Then you need the Celtic Myth Podshow, available from CelticMythPodshow.com. In the days when the world was young, the days when the air was clean and the dew was fresh upon the grass. Listen well, for I have tidings for you. Warriors are coming from across the sea. Train, take this message back with you. 
Tell the Fearbold they must give my people either battle or live in peace in half of Erin. On my word, I should prefer to give you half of Erin than to face your weapons. The Celtic myth Pochel bring you the bravery of heroes and heroines, the magnificent pantheon of gods and goddesses, and the magic and wonder of druids, fairies, and folklore. Our ancestors would listen to these stories as told to them by their bards. They wouldn't read them in books. This podcast brings the magic of sound back into our legends. A new episode comes out twice a month and builds into a complete collection of tales from Celtic mythology. So just sit down, get comfortable, and join us every other week. Listen to news, chat, and a story from Celtic mythology with the Celtic Myth Podshow from CelticMythPodshow.com. That's CelticMythPodshow.com. I just really like their show. I love uh, the Celtic Myth Pod show. And if you get a chance, you should go check it out because it is just freaking awesome. Um, You know, that's another thing, just listening to that advert right there. It's also the fact that, you know, that's another thing about the power of, war- of witchcraft is, you know, the things that we've done is what gives us our legends our folklore, and the way that we uh, learn about, you know, the history of where magic and the gods and all these different things came from. So that's another thing is like learning about, you know, what witches did in the early, you know, early years before the uh, Inquisition and all that things. The way that uh, ancient peoples did before There was even any kind, excuse me, any kind of mention of Christianity or whatever. You kind of have to look at the way that the priests and priestesses were even back in like caveman times and stuff like that, you know. So that's a whole another situation right there is the fact that uh, everything that we're doing, that we're trying to do is emulations of what the ancient peoples have done. That's why it's called the mysteries because we don't necessarily understand a lot of these things that they're hidden from us. That's why it's called the occult, uh, the power of witchcraft and the occult. The occult is hidden, things that are not seen. Uh, you know, so it's like we're trying to bring those things into the light. The light, bringing something, that kind of knowledge into the light, bringing the knowledge of the mysteries to people, the god and goddess of you know the ancestors. Uh, of the virtues of being uh, a man and a woman and, and you know, growing in this world uh, and, and, and what have you, you know, it's like, and, and however you define that, it's like however that role is defined for you, it's like, that's the, that's the thing, that's the beauty about witchcraft. Witchcraft is for everybody, not just straight people. Uh, you know, every iteration, I I mean, there's so many things have been changing so fast. I don't know all of the names of everything, and it's kind of good because I just treat people, you know, the way they treat me. So it's like, you know, I understand all of the differences in the pronouns and all this. I try to anyway, but it doesn't matter. All those people, everybody, regardless of where you are in this world and who you love and all these things, 
you have the ability to come to yourself to your, together with yourself or with others and to practice the craft, the study, the learning, the putting into work uh, the forces of nature and magic and the gods for purpose uh, to help yourself and others. Uh, the only thing for me is I don't use witchcraft for uh, selfish things. The only thing is that I will say is I will use witchcraft to protect myself, my family, and those I love. I'm just not going to let the world, you know, overrun me and take everything away that, you know, myself and others have worked so hard for because, you know, this world is, it's, at times it can be cruel to kids and to adults and everything. So these things that you have worked, and I'm not saying, you know, that we should, you know, glorify things. But every little bit that kind of gives you an anchor to the earth and to the people and to the situation, every book, every CD of a pagan artist that you have, every stone that you uh, rub and, and just kind of look over for the energy that comes from it, you know, it seems, you know, crazy that we would have to have veneration for those things in our life. But it's like we do because those are the stuff that... Those books help us learn. Those stones give us energy. Uh, you know, all these things. So it's like stuff that you really shouldn't have to worry about overlooking, you know. That's just the way it is. Um, and it's like, you know, there are books. One of the things that I recommend highly is, of course, the book The Power of Witchcraft by Lori Cabot. Um, but... You know, uh, that's one of the, the older writers that I think is very important. But look into it. Find the writers that speak to you. Look at the people within the, the pagan and witchcraft community. See what they're doing. Learn from, from them. We're, we are here to teach each other. So it's like that's why I do this podcast um, is to teach and to hopefully bring people together and give us an outlet for this because, yeah, there are a lot of different podcasts out there. But, you know, even overall, looking at the pagans, we've had pagan podcasts that have come and gone, some that are big and some that are small, that are still, you know, that we don't have the market share that a lot of other uh, ethnic and, and socio-religious groups have. So every little bit that we can put out there. So if you've been thinking about doing a podcast I'm using Audacity and a headset mic. If I can do it, you can do it. Um, but we are going to upgrade things and stuff here pretty soon. So we'll, we'll get to talk about that here in just a second. But it's just like, and now with spring, the energy of spring, this is the main time to really start to rev things up. Get back in the groove. Now that, that winter's over with, this is where you're going to want to start to do things. As an example, coming up uh, April 29th, Saturday here in my town, we're getting together at a local park and we're holding our uh, springtime bardic, bardic circle and drumming with a Freya bloat and symbol. So we're going to be honoring the goddess, the mother of the Deesir, the mother of sex, war, and witchcraft, Freya herself. Um, and we're going to have people there. We're going to have uh, moms and dads and kids and Whoever wants to come, and we're going to drum, and we're going to uh, toast the gods. We're going to have a symbol. We're going to do uh, a round of three ritual toasts 
to Freyan, the gods, and we're going to have a great time. And then, coming up in uh, uh, May 30th, which is a Tuesday, it is going to be my pleasure to have here in my home the author of uh, many books, uh, um, uh, was it Travels Through Middle Earth, The Journey of a Saxon Pagan by my friend Alaric Albertson. And we're going to have a night where he's coming to, to Springfield. He's going to be seeing some friends, and he goes, you know, I'd like to meet your people. I'd like to meet the people of uh, Raven Temple and also, you know, just some of the local pagans and stuff. So we're going to have a night where we just sit back and relax and have a little meal together and just, you know, have a good time honoring him as a member of the pagan community, uh, as a writer, as a heathen, and all these other things. So we're going to have a great time then. And then on uh, May 5th, we're coming together to hold a uh, uh, meditation here uh, for people to come and meditate on a full moon meditation by the by the way to meditate on bringing power to ourselves to build our energy to fill up that duracell battery that is our heart brain and spirit so we're going to come together here at the covenstead and we're going to do um our evening of 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 like kind of like a mini ritual what's mostly a meditation and that's going to be very very cool and then uh, on the 10th, I believe, yes, on May 10th, we're going to be coming together at our local park once again for the Ozarks Area Heathen Book Club. And what are we going to be doing at our book club? Our very first book that we are going to be going over, uh, kind of like as a ongoing series of books that pertain to heathens, whether it's, uh, you know, heathen practices folklore, stories, all that stuff. Our first book is called Lessons of a Young Heathen. So we're going to come together in the park and we are going to learn about this book together. So yeah, we've got a lot of things coming up. And excuse me, then we're going to be doing Midsummer and we may be doing some classes and we've got people that have, uh, been wanting home blessings and baby blessings and i'll be doing readings for people and stuff like that so yeah we've got a lot of stuff coming on and uh that's where i want to kind of go with the rest of this here also um what i have coming up is i would like to put it out there that we would like to expand the show we'd like to get a, a little bit better computer and some other things, and we would ask that if you would like to uh, help the show, then we would love it for you to become a patron on Patreon. And what do you get for your uh, membership with uh, Patreon? We've got three different levels, and each one of those levels will uh, give you shout-outs and videos. We have a video channel on YouTube, A Pagan Perspective there, which this podcast is going to be videoized and put there and stuff. So we've got that. Um, we are going to be um, having 
Patreon exclusive content. We're going to do videos, Zoom chats, and all these different things so that if you guys have questions, that we can come together one night and just discuss things for everything for the uh, the Patreon backers. Also, at higher tiers, you can uh, book me for readings. You can book me for hand fastings. You can book me for just about anything that is within a close enough uh, proximity. And even further, you know, things could be worked out. And also, uh, as a side thing, also right now, uh, I would like to put out there, we will put the link to uh, the Patreon uh, in the show notes, in the show liners here on PodPage and the various other places that this podcast will go up. Is also, as the spring's going up, and if you hear this, um, I am doing readings uh, during the week, Monday through Thursday. And what I will do is, if you would like to do a Zoom call, if you'd like to do a phone call, if you're in a close enough proximity, we can do readings in person. So if you would like to uh, book a reading with me, either on telephone or on Zoom or in person, then please feel free to send me an email, uh, sylvanus93, S-Y-L-V-A-N-U-S, 93 at hotmail.com. And uh, I can get you set up there, uh, let you kind of know the specifics about it. And also, um, I'm starting a uh, book project. And what I want to know is if, if you are a high priest, high priestess, or founder, or even just somebody that is involved in a various goddess tradition, New Age tradition, heathen tradition, and, and stuff. For this book project, we're putting out a survey that uh, asks some questions about uh, your magical tradition and things like that, and all of this information. And if you're an author, you're welcome to this too because we're going to include a stuff for heathen, new age, pagan, ceremonial magic, every kind of author of books out there. If you are a legit uh, published author, we'd like to hear from you too because we want to take some of this information and we have a very special book project uh, to kind of bring a new light to modern magical practice. All kinds, from goddess worship, druidry, you name it, Viking. The whole nine yards, if that's you and you are interested in receiving a uh, email version of the, uh, you know, the specifics of the uh, questionnaire, because what we're going to do is we're going to take all of this uh, compiled information and basically uh, put it together and hopefully get a, a company that we can find to either publish it for us or we are going to self-publish. So that's another thing. And for those of you also that have been wondering, we have the new version of the CX Wicca Voice, which is was was the original voice of the CX Wicca tradition as put forth by uh, Dr. Raymond Buckland, the writer of uh, Buckland's Complete Book of Witchcraft, the Big Blue Book, and Buckland's book, The Tree, a book of Saxon witchcraft, which came around in 1974. Um, so we have uh, that uh, coming up, and it's like 
Uh, also, we're going to have some merch. So with all these different things, uh, with this book that we're trying to put together, stuff like that, the CX Wicca Voice, which is going to be the new newsletter for the CX Wicca tradition, and all these things, we could really use your uh, uh, lighted candles and all that stuff. But also, it would be cool to get those that want to help support the pagan community to, you know, book a reading. Um, if you have any questions about our tradition uh, of CX Wicca and stuff like that, I will post our Facebook pages. We've got several different Facebook pages um, to where you can become a part of our Raven Temple of CX Wicca Facebook group. And we've got some other things. So the Patreon is something that we really want to get going so that we can uh, get things going to do better for the community. We want to uh, help uh, provide uh, for people that are that might need somebody to talk to. Sometimes we would just like to have a, a, a bank of people that if somebody's in a bad situation and they just need someone to talk to for a little bit, that we could, um, you know, take care of them, you know, uh, be there for them if they need somebody to babysit or whatever, because that's what we're here for, you know. We're brothers and sisters. We should take care of each other. Um, uh, also, we're going to be making some business cards, and we'll be putting those out so that people can understand what the things that we do, uh, the services that we provide for the pagan community, such as hand fastings, baby blessings, and these other things. And it just all comes back. We do this for the love of the gods and for the love of our, our uh, brothers and sisters that are in and around us and around the world. And I hope that's what you guys too. I hope you guys have that uh, focus for yourself to, you know, be a light and a beacon for your, you know, what you, what you espouse, what your beliefs are, what your traditions are, how you practice, you know, all these different things. Because from what I do to what you do are going to be two different things. So, yeah, uh, I think it's like up to all of us to find out what the power of witchcraft is for ourselves. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you guys with one more song. And then we're going to sign out and get ready to wrap this up in a nice little bow and process it. And get it out to the various places that it needs to go. So that you guys can and have a listen to it. And like I say, please feel free. Pass this podcast on to your friends. Email me, Sylvanus93, S-Y-L-V-A-N-U-S-93 at Hotmail.com if you have any questions about anything that we've talked about. And I will do my best to get back to you as quick as I can. Let's make this podcast pick up the pace and just go out there to everybody. So like I say, this is your host, Reverend Savannah's Tree Walker of the Order of Standing Oak and Raven Temple of Steax Wicca. And we'll leave you with this song and I will see you in the next episode.
Dripping her down with mining and the poisons of the war Said to us, the earth is a healer A teacher, a mother A weaver of a web of light That keeps us all alive She gives us the vision to See through the chaos She gives us the 